Hello everyone, my name is Callie and I'm a career advisor at SNHU. Thanks for listening to our liberal arts series podcast. Today we have our featured guest, Javier Hernandez, art director at the Greenville, North Carolina studio of Grover Gaming. Today's topic is informational interviewing, company research, the gaming industry, and different career paths one can explore with this type of career. So thank you for joining us, Javier. It's such a pleasure to have you with us today. Could you please introduce yourself and just give us a little bit of information about Grover Gaming? Sure. Uh, my name is Javier Hernandez. I'm the art director at Grover Gaming in the Greenville studio. Um, we're in Greenville, North Carolina. We've been operating for about 10 years, 10, 12 years. Um, we make gambling machines, basically slot games. Um, they are charitable gaming slot games, so they're not like the slot games you find in Vegas. They look just like those, but we partner with charities across the nation and in different markets to raise money for charities. And that's how we are able to get the slot games into those markets. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for that introduction, Javier. Um, I'd first like to ask you some questions related to game design and development opportunities. So let's dive into those. So okay. my first question, um, what are some of the skills you think are most noteworthy to have entering the field? So obviously there's the technical skills um, and depending on what Field you want to go into the art, programming, game design. Um, but I was thinking about this for a little while, and I would say the strongest skills are um, foundational art skills. So just knowing contrast and color theory, shape language, silhouette, composition, those things, um, and what makes a good image and what makes an appealing image on screen. Mm -hmm. um, and then also soft skills, so like collaboration and communication. Um, I never, I have never worked on a project by myself in the 16 years I've been doing this. Um, so you're always working on a team and if you can't collaborate and communicate effectively, then you're, you're not going to succeed. Right, right. Okay. Excellent. So what types of roles do you see game design and development students in most often? Uh, most often they go into like the major three, so it's game design. Um, uh, developers or game dev, so that's like programming, mm -hmm. or artist. Um, I also see some going to like a producer role, um, so just facilitating the teams to get together and uh, eliminating obstacles. Okay, all right. So this question that I have next kind of relates to the previous. How can they grow from these opportunities, would you say? Um, so I would say they gain valuable experience in the role. Um, learning from others that are already in that role in that company um, to improve so they can learn from, learn from them to improve their skill sets, improve their their skills in general. Um, and then that way they can get they can work on getting promotions and getting a further ahead in the company. Excellent. OK. So what are some of the roles you see liberal arts majors thrive in in your specific organization at Grover Gaming? Um, so liberal arts majors, uh, I see them going into like marketing, social media. Mm -hmm. um, they can also go into like tech writing. So very like technical writing, uh, like rules pages for games or just like proposals and very technical writing. Gotcha. Um, also sales team. Um, I can see a lot of, of liberal arts majors going into sales and some of the management. Okay, great. So would you would you recommend that candidates applying to internships and full time positions have, say, a portfolio or social media related to their game design and development? 
Absolutely. Um, I will not even look at someone if they don't have a portfolio. Um, I've had people that have a really nice resume and everything sounds good, but without a portfolio, I, I, I don't want to even consider them. That's good to hear. And I think that's great for our students to hear as well. Um, we definitely talk a lot about portfolios. So if there's anybody listening that needs a portfolio, definitely contact Career Services so that we can give you some resources on that. Because you've heard it from the experts. You got to have that portfolio. Yeah. All right. Great information. So let's just move into some questions that are related to the informational interviewing and company research side. So hmm. What is the benefit of a student conducting an informational interview in the gaming industry? Um, benefits, I would say, is to learn just more about the company, what they do, how they work. Um, that way, once you learn kind of how they work, especially, you can tailor your portfolio to what the company is doing. Um, yeah. I, I get a lot of uh, portfolios that are vastly different than what we do here, and it's very hard to consider them. Um, because there's such a different, you know, such a different skill set. So that's to me is would be the most valuable thing is just how they work and what their pipeline is. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you going into talking about really tailoring even your portfolio, because mm -hmm. of course in career services we talk a lot about doing that with your resume and cover letter. So it's great even for me to hear that you know, hey, tailor that portfolio to what that employer is looking for. Um, it's great to know that that. It's a very important piece of the puzzle. Great. So what questions would you suggest that students ask in an informational interview? Okay, so I thought about this one for a bit too. Um, so things I would ask are like, what's the pipeline of the company uses and what's the pipeline for the areas you're interested in? So if you wanna be an artist, like what are the programs they use and what, what steps do they use to accomplish their art? Yeah. Um, what their ideal candidate is. So mm -hmm. they're in their eyes, what the perfect candidate is for that company. Yeah. Um, I would ask about the culture and the employee happiness and well-being. Um, that's a very big piece for any job. And then uh, what does a day-to-day -day look like for the role you're interested in? Awesome. All great questions to be asking during that informational interview. And some of those are good questions to ask during an interview as well. Indeed. Yeah. So what other advice can you offer for informational interviewing? Um, so I would respect the person's time. Um, you know, if you're going to do an informational interview and they agree to do that, you know, they're going to be busy and they know if it's an informational interview, it's not, it's not an interview, it's not leading to a candidate. Um, so just respect the person's time, become prepared with your questions, ready to ask, um, and don't let it drag on. Um, and also taking notes. So just like, you know, you're, You've opened the door to have an interview with this with this person um, and you're respecting their time. So take notes and make sure that you're getting the information that you need mm -hmm. and showing interest. Um, yeah. Also, you want to put you want to put a good, good uh, make a good impression, excuse me, um, because if they're in an informational interview, the hiring manager should see a, a seed in you, if you will. Um, so yeah. like, yes, they, that might not be an interview right away, but the information they give you is going to help you tailor yourself to that company. Yeah, absolutely. Great advice, Javier. Great advice. All right. So next, I'd like to talk a little bit more about company research and ask you some questions on that. So when researching employers in the gaming industry, what should students look for? So when researching, um, I would look for reviews from current employees. 
Um, if you go like on like Glassdoor, uh, I think even LinkedIn does it, um, but they just have, you know, employees can give reviews on the company so that you can get a bit of an insight of how the company works. You have to take it with a grain of salt sometimes, just because sometimes there's disgruntled employees that will yeah, leave better sure. reviews. So um, I, wouldn't, I would look for patterns in the different reviews. Um, I would also look for any awards the companies won, um, not just for the work they do, but also for their culture. You know, so Grover Gaming, we won the, the second best company, um, second best small business in the nation. And that's oh, something that we plaster everywhere just so yeah. that people know, hey, like our culture is really strong and we, we protect that. That's fantastic. Well, congratulations on that award. That's that's definitely a great achievement. And I agree, the culture is so, so important. And, you you know, you want to be sure that, you know, everything that you stand for and believe in is going to be matched with your employer because that's, you know, that's where you're spending a lot of your time and getting to know a lot of really great people. So yeah. you also want to just make sure they respect you and yeah. your time. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it's because I'm getting a little older now, but I want to work hard and I also want to enjoy yeah. my free time um, yeah. and a company that that knows that and promotes mm-hmm. that is a company worth working for. Oh, yeah, definitely having that work life balance. It's so essential. Absolutely. All right, Javier. So what are some good strategies to find out more about a company's culture, would you say, since we've been talking about culture a lot? To find out more about a culture, um, mm-hmm. I would ask directly. So if you can get the informational interview or get a get someone on the phone that's willing to talk to you, just ask them directly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can contact any current employees, um, like I said, through LinkedIn or Glassdoor and have a conversation with them about how they feel about the company in their day to day. And then I would call. Sometimes the studio will let you come in for a tour so you can witness it firsthand. All right. Last question that I have for you. Is there any other advice you can offer about company research? Um, so last thoughts about research, I would say uh, research any company you apply to. Uh, so not even just the ones you're getting an interview with, but any company that you're sending a resume to and an application to, I would research them at least a little bit to understand a little bit about what they do. Um, if you do get an interview, then I would definitely do a lot more in-depth research. Um, use that research to make the company feel a little special when you're interviewing with them. Um, when I get someone that comes in and talks to me and they they know our mission, vision, values, they've looked at our website, they know some of the games we've done, it's, it really impresses me because I know they did the research and they're really wanting to work here. Yeah. Um, on the opposite side, we've had, a, we've had a people apply and I asked them why they want to work here and they're just like, well, you're another name on the list that we applied to. And instantly I was like, well, this person's not going to get hired. Um, mm-hmm. So do your research, make sure that's where you really want to work and let yeah. them know that you have done the research and know something about the company. Yeah, that is such, such great advice, Javier. I was actually going to ask you um, and kind of lead into like a segue to that question. It's like you just you read my mind. You knew exactly what I was about to lead into. So I appreciate you offering that advice for students. I agree that it's very important to do your research and, you know, understand what you're getting into, because the the interview process is just as much the employers as it is 
the potential employee. Um, so it's good to to understand is is this the right place for me, um, and really be able to showcase that during an interview too, and even in their resumes and cover letters. Is would you say that that's something that you also look for in resumes and cover letters when they apply? Is is some type of um, either knowledge about the company or, you know, say that they've really taken the time to pinpoint specific attributes from, say, the job description. Yes, for sure. Um, it definitely shows the employer, um, like I said, that you're interested and you're taking this seriously. This isn't just a, another mass application you're doing. Yeah. Um, even if it is a mass application, tailor, tailor each one to the company, um, know something about them so that yeah. they know that you're serious. Excellent. All right. Well, this is all the questions that I have, Javier. I mean, if there's anything else that you'd like to share, feel feel free to take the space to do that. Um, the only thing I would other thing I would say that just popped into my head is be honest. Um, I'm art director, so I can I'm speaking for art. But if you bolster yourself in uh, shady ways, if you will, um, that's not going to stay secret for long. Um, so be completely honest and be vulnerable. If you you know, aren't the best at a certain area, it's okay to say that, you know, a good company is going to want to bring you on and train you if you're the right fit. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to be as big of a, a blocker as you might think. So just be honest, be vulnerable, and, uh, and show that when you're in the interview and in, in, the, in the application. Yes, absolutely. I agree 100%, Javier. And again, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Your commentary has been very helpful, and I know the students will find it helpful as well. And thank you to all of our listeners. We hope that this episode has given you some great insight on informational interviewing and the gaming industry. So be sure to check out our other podcasts from the Passion and Passion, excuse me, and Practicality podcast for more great discussions related to liberal arts. Thank you for having me.